Tylen Wallace and Dylan Stoner are off to the NFL. A look at what the wide receiver room has to offer this year and the new faces of the Cowboy basketball coaching staff, plus a walk down memory lane in anticipation of Barry Sanders' statue and induction into the Cowboy Ring of Fame, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on Locked On College Network. I am your host, Lyndall Godfrey, host of Fantasy Football Confidential and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. The Oklahoma State wide receiver room is in for an overhaul after Tylen Wallace and Dylan Stoner's time in Oklahoma State is gone as they're off to the NFL. And with them goes over 60% of our receiving production from last season. So where does that leave the Oklahoma State receiving room? In short, it's still stacked. Where the rostered wide receivers lack in experience, they make up for in potential. The challenge now is to place each wide receiver in the best position to win. Up first, Tay Martin, a Washington State transfer, got his shot to fill in for an injured Tylen Wallace as the ex-receiver in the Cheez-It Bowl last season. Before the game, Martin hadn't really had the chance to show us what he was made of, but he put up a six-reception, 73-yard performance when finally given the chance. At 6'3", Martin is one of the taller players in the wide receiver room. He should slip right into that vacated Tylen Wallace role as a big target for Spencer Sanders. Martin showed good body control against Miami in the Cheez-It Bowl as well. A huge part of Wallace's game was grabbing anything remotely close to him. Martin showed he had that similar acrobatic way of catching the football at the end of last season in that game against Miami. He also showed an ability to catch the ball with defenders surrounding him, even draped all over him. With Martin's big body and ability to go grab the football out of the air, I expect him to step into that X receiver role that we primarily saw Wallace in last season. Like I said, it's just that ability to go up and get the football, go out and get the football, that catch radius that really was a staple of Tylen Wallace's game in Oklahoma State. So I think Tay Martin has the chance to take that role over. Brennan Presley, a sophomore, showed us the force he was in the Cheez-It Bowl as well, going for 118 yards with three touchdowns on only six receptions. I expect Presley to step into the Dylan Stoner role. Now, technically, it's a y, the Y receiver, but it's the slot receiver role in the offense. Stoner actually split out time between out wide and in the slot. He played almost exactly the same amount of snaps, both out wide and in the slot. And I wouldn't be surprised to see 5'8 Presley do the same in 2021. Another wide receiver with excellent body control. He knows where he's at on the field at all times. There was a play in the Cheez-It Bowl against Miami where 
He caught a pass down by the end zone, and he knew where his feet were and how to get into the end zone. That sounds silly, but it's such a big part of being a wide receiver, knowing where you're at on that field, how close you are to a first down, how close you are to the end zone. He's quick once he secures the pass, and he has great vision. In the Cheez-It Bowl, we saw him sneak into the middle of zone coverage more than once and take advantage of being open. Presley is also likely to see some returning duties, much like the position Stoner filled for us in the previous years. Behind Presley, we'll likely see freshman J.P. Richardson, who really showed off at the spring game in April. The slot receiver saw a lot of opportunity in that spring game, so it was nice to see him come away with some catches. He was a track athlete in high school, so we know he's fast, and he's a highlight tape of him beating defenders and catching it over their heads. Again, just being that physical wide receiver that can get up and go get the football. The last full snap receiving spot, the starting receiving spot, Filled out is that Z receiver, another wide option opposite the X receiver. So whoever would have been playing opposite of Tylen Wallace last year. Dylan Stoner did handle a lot of that last season. And this is the position that can be filled with a handful of players in the room right now. Braden Johnson was third in receiving yards last season behind only Wallace and Stoner. He'll likely get the first shot of filling that role. But there are young guns all over this offense just itching for a chance to get on the field and prove themselves. Sophomore Rashad Owens is quick with a tall frame and was the only other freshman besides Presley to have a reception last season. Jaden Bray was an absolute star in the spring game. I've talked about him previously. He showed he can go up and get that 50-50 ball. He's a raw talent, but boy, he's full of talent. Bryson and Blaine Green, twin superstars, should also fill in to Casey's done offense well benefiting from their build and their height. So like I said, there's a lot of talent in this wide receiver room. For me, the Z receiver is the biggest question mark heading into 2021, but it's not for lack of a player to put there. It's the exact opposite problem. It'll be a camp battle to keep an eye on as we head into the 2021 season, and it may end up being a full rotation of receivers even early in the season as Dunn and Gundy kind of figure out what works best for the new Oklahoma State offense. Next up, we're taking a look at the Oklahoma State Cowboy basketball coaching changes. But before I do that, I have to tell you about BetOnline.ag, a sponsor of the show. BetOnline is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. You can sign up today for free and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Baseball season is in full swing and football season is fast approaching. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NFL, and all your UFC MMA action as well. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as teams prep for their run in the playoffs and to begin their season. Get in on the action by heading to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive our 50% bonus with promo code Locked On. Check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information on betonline.ag with promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, it is hard for me not to get excited about Oklahoma State basketball. Mike Boynton has rejuvenated 
that love for cowboy basketball in me. I mean, I always loved it before. I've always loved it. I will always love it. But he's really brought a lot of that fire back. So we're going to look at some of the coaching changes. We are losing two coaches heading into 2021 after last season. Out are Kanan Cunningham and Eric Pastrana. Kanan Cunningham, older brother to Cade Cunningham, stepped down from his coaching role at Oklahoma State in order to help manage his brother as he headed into this new phase of his life in the NBA. Eric Pastrana, a Miami native, was hired by Florida to be the assistant men's basketball coach. We wish them both the best in their futures. Now, for the coaches that Mike Boynton has brought in and what they bring to the Cowboy table, first up is David Kaysen, who has been coaching collegiate basketball for 25 years. That's one heck of a resume, no matter which way you split it. He spent the last three seasons at Florida International, but has also coached at Texas, North Carolina, Notre Dame, VCU, and Tulsa. He was a staple in Shaka Smart's coaching staff at Texas from 2015 to 2017. Kaysen is touted as being an excellent recruiter, which I can imagine bodes extremely well for Coach Boynton as he's put such an emphasis the last three years on how important, how important recruiting is to him and to the Cowboy basketball team. Kaysen played his collegiate career at the College of Southern Idaho, a program that was founded by none other than Hall of Fame coach Eddie Sutton, we're excited to have him be a part of this staff as he brings both experience and dedication to the recruiting department. Again, I've mentioned that recruiting is so crucial, especially to Mike Boynton, who's made a point to go out and get dudes to come to Oklahoma State. He must be really good with words, better than any man I've ever known. Next up, Larry Blunt spent the last three seasons at Drake who are coming off a 26-win season plus an NCAA tournament victory. He was instrumental in the founding of Oregonville Prep in Ontario, Canada, and also spent three seasons as their head coach. Blunt had the pleasure of coaching over a dozen student-athletes that ended up earning Division I scholarships or went on to play professionally. Matthew Alexander Moncrief, who plays for Oklahoma State now, started at Oregonville Prep prior to making his way to Oklahoma State. He's got experience as a coach, assistant coach, and in literally building a program. So just another super experienced coach alongside Mike Boynton, who has done a fantastic job continuing to build this team, his coaching staff, the atmosphere around Oklahoma State basketball. I mean, can you guys remember a time when it felt like this recently? He's absolutely changed the trajectory of Oklahoma State basketball, and I'm so glad to have him on our staff as the head coach, as the spokesperson for Cowboy basketball. Other staff updates, Scott Sutton will take a newly created position as director of basketball administration, and Barry Hinson, basketball analyst, will have his position restored after it was cut for budget during COVID last season. Hinson did continue to do his job as an analyst last season, even though there wasn't an official spot and he wasn't getting paid for it. Talk about loyal and true. We sing it at the end of games. He embodied it. Mike Boynton has an incredible staff around him, one filled with experience, with drive, with passion for Oklahoma State. He's done a fantastic job securing what we did last year in the hopes of making it and more happen this year. He's 
I can't put into words how excited I am that he that Mike Boynton is a cowboy and now he's welcoming all of this new coaching staff and experience and just the culture that he's building seems to be unmatched. Coming up, we'll congratulate Barry Sanders on his induction into the Cowboy Ring of Fame. Before we move on, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure intimidating questioning and wait while someone orders the parts behind the counter on their computer when you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket? Let them know Locked On sent you and save time and money while using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving DIYers for over 20 years. I was in need of new windshield wipers. It was easy to find on the website. I'm back in on windshield wipers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Again, make sure you let them know Locked On sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Barry Sanders will be the second former Cowboy inducted into the new Cowboy Ring of Fame at Boone Pickens Stadium after Hall of Famer Thurman Thomas was inducted last season. As well as the induction into the Ring of Fame, a sculptor is building a statue to commemorate the only Oklahoma State Cowboy to ever win the Heisman Trophy. On top of the Heisman Trophy win, Sanders had a handful of first-time All-American honors. His number 21 jersey is only one of four jerseys that isn't currently being worn at Oklahoma State. In 1988, Barry Sanders absolutely dominated the college football scene. His stats that season were banana bonkers. Just to highlight some, he averaged 237.5 yards per game. I know I talk pretty fast, so just to clear up what I said just there, 237.5 yards per game was his average rushing rushing stat line. He had 44 touchdowns. I said 44 touchdowns, and he had four games with at least 300 yards. It feels important to mention that the NCAA only recognizes a 39-touchdown season because they they didn't include bowl games in season stats in 1988, and Sanders had a five-touchdown game during the Holiday Bowl. If I don't put that little asterisk, I know the internet will come for my throat, so I just have to have to put that asterisk in there. But that's insane. That's an insane amount of touchdowns. Whether you're talking 44 or 39, it's a lot of touchdowns. Considering the way running back is played this day and age with a more committee approach and a lot more throwing, it's honestly a little hard for me to wrap my head around, I mean, 44 touchdowns. In that Heisman Trophy season, Sanders scored at least two touchdowns every game. He didn't have a single game with only one touchdown. Just to put that into total historical dominance, these are the records that Sanders, these are a few of the records, a few of the records that Sanders still holds most rushing yards in a season with 2,628, most rushing touchdowns in a season. Again, that's the 39 number, and that's not even all the touchdowns. 
most rushing games with over 300 yards, which Sanders handled in one season. He's the only one to have done that in a single season. Sanders went on to be drafted in the first round by the Detroit Lions. I'm kind of feeling a little Detroit-Oklahoma State pipeline here between Cade Cunningham and Barry Sanders. We've really gifted the area of Detroit with some pretty awesome talent. He was truly a historically great running back, and we were lucky to have him in orange and black. I look forward to his induction into the Cowboy Ring of Fame during the TCU matchup this year and for his eventual unveiling of the statue outside Boone Pickens Stadium, literally cementing him into Oklahoma State University history. Congratulations, Barry Sanders. I also want to give my deepest heartfelt condolences to the friends and family of former Oklahoma State tight end J.R. Dillard, who passed away earlier this week. Cowboy family hearts are with you in this time. Make sure to check back in tomorrow for a full offensive line breakdown. Remember, you can follow me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!